Welcome to Mr. T's Gardening Year. A series of podcasts, often weekly, that follows what Mr. and Mrs. T are up to in their garden. They're amateur gardeners, so this podcast only records their activities, their successes, frustrations and failures. And the series is not what a horticultural expert would do. Week 1, March the 20th to 26th. Monday the 20th of March. Today is the equinox. You might wonder why I've waited until March the 20th to start this series. But to me, the spring equinox is the start of spring. And I think that spring is really, for many people, the start of the time when they realise that their garden is growing again. One of my favourite plants that we've managed to grow quite well here in our garden are our hellebores. Now, it was just before last Christmas when I cut away last year's leaves, enabling the flower heads to start to grow. And now we have good flowers on all the hellebores and this year's leaves coming as well. There's one right at the back of the bed that must have grown from seed. Now people will tell you that hellebores from seed are unreliable. But to be honest, they're such beautiful plants, I don't really mind what colours they come up in. It's a mild morning, but drizzling. And heavier rain is forecast for later in the day. I don't think I'm going to be out digging in the beds, which anyhow are somewhat waterlogged at the moment. So I'm going to go into the greenhouse and pot on the tomato seedlings that will go in the greenhouse in about six weeks' time and hopefully provide us with a decent tomato crop again this year. It's Tuesday the 21st of March. Not quite so mild as yesterday, but it is dry and I'm going to get on with one job that I've been putting off for a while. We've got a fence at the front of our house and just on the other side of that fence there's a lane which leads down to a local pub. Now I'm responsible for keeping the other side of the fence tidy and over the years I've cut back a number of the self-grown trees, mainly sycamore and also hazel. In both cases, if left to their own devices, they can grow very high. And when I started to cut back the hazel a few years ago, it was interfering with the telephone wires, and I had to be very careful that I didn't break the wire. I'm going to do a lot of clearing. There's a lot of dead matter there, a lot of leaves. And then, once I've cleared it, it can go in the garden waste bins and be picked up in a couple of weeks' time when the council come back. It's Wednesday, March the 22nd, and this afternoon I'm planning to do some work on the front lawn. The front lawn gets very dry in summer and has never been very good, and therefore it's always looked rather scrappy. My wife had a wonderful idea 18 months or so ago, 
which was to give up on the lawn and make it into a wildflower meadow. So in the autumn of 2021, we did everything that the people who sold us the seeds had told us to do, and sowed the seed, which the pigeons then got very fat on. And last year, yes, we did have one or two wildflowers, but mainly a very untidy, weed-ridden patch with a bit of grass and an awful lot of galloping red sorrel. So this year, I'm going to try again, put a lot more seeds in, and this time I'm going to cover it up with wire to stop those fat pigeons from taking all my wildflower seeds. And let's see if we can get anywhere this time. But first, I've got a lot of moss to get rid of. Thursday, March the 23rd. Weather forecast has wind, patches of sunshine and quite a lot of rain in it. So I'm going to do a bit more on the front lawn. Although I've run out of chicken wire, I'm going to cover up the seeds I've put down and hopefully the friendly pigeons won't have too much to eat. It's a good thing I got everything done earlier because in the afternoon not only was it cold but it was pouring with rain. Friday the 24th of March looking at the weather forecast today there's not much scope for doing much in the garden so I've come into my shed to pot up some tomatoes these tomato seedlings are for cherry tomatoes which will grow in pots and hopefully we'll get a good crop again half a dozen of them will go up to my daughter in London who's managed to have some very good crops over the last couple of years of course it's significantly warmer in central London where she lives and before you comment, yes, the fibre pots that I'm using to pot on these tomatoes do have, I think it's about 50% peat in them, unfortunately. But I bought a good few hundred some years ago, and before I buy new ones, I'm going to use up this stock. I do, however, try to make sure that we're as green as possible. And so the potting compost that I'm using has come from waste from the kitchen, waste from the garden, and reusing old plant compost that I have bought, making sure in the last few years that that has been peat-free. So hopefully my potting-on mixture is wholly organic without any peat in it at all. Saturday the 25th of March. The weather is variable. We're getting patches of really bright sunshine and then it clouds over, although rain is not forecast to later today. I think it'd be a good idea to give the greenhouse a bit of ventilation, so I'm going to open the door. And as I open the door, I can feel the steamy heat coming out of it. Even though we've had a very cold winter, there has been no heat at all in the greenhouse. 
It relies on the bubble wrap insulation that I bought, ooh, probably some 15 or 20 years ago. I put it into the greenhouse every autumn and then take it out in the spring once I put the tomatoes in and then it goes into the garage to be kept out of sunlight for the summer. I find it's a very effective way of insulating the plants in the greenhouse. And even though the temperatures got to minus 8 or 9 outside during the winter, the lowest recorded temperature in the greenhouse was minus 0.6. I have always liked alpine plants. I have quite a large bed which has quite a few alpines in it, though I think quite a few may have died in the winter. The clivia are a semi-hardy plant that originally comes from South Africa. They have wonderful spikes of flowers in the spring, but in Britain you've got to treat them as a house plant. Clivia that I have I put in the greenhouse every autumn and unfortunately, as you can see, there's been quite a lot of die-off in the leaves because of the very cold weather that we had. So I'm going to remove the leaves and any snails that have managed to creep into them before I take them inside to flower over the next month to six weeks. Once they finish flowering I shall put them outside in a shaded area of the garden for the summer and then put them back in the greenhouse in the autumn. Mr T's Gardening Year is published by the Mr T Podcast Studio. Thank you very much for listening.